What may? This is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love classic Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, it's Panda, and I like classic Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise classic Hallmark Christmas movies, and this is the the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Friday already. So exciting to be here on Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown's, Brown's birthday. birthday. Unbelievable. Cannot so believe it. We count down the days every year. Happy mm. birthday, pal. Yeah. Um, so exciting. I hope um, all the, the, the cast of Stranger Things just does it up for you today. I, I think they will. I think so. If you could be any Stranger Things character, who would you be? Uh, I don't know any of their names. Gizmo is who I'd be. I'd be Gizmo. You got, you got uh, Dustin. Yeah. You got yep. Finn. Mm-hmm. You got well, um, and you got eleven. Eleven. You've got Hopper. You've got Wyatt Ryder. <laughs> you got Rudy. 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 He's well. He's dead. Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, Barbara. Oh, Bar- you mean Barb? Barb. She's okay. also dead. Quick. Yeah. Quick in and out, huh? Yeah. Just I, I don't want I don't want to spend my time in the spotlight too long. No, that's true. You think Barb's coming back? Yeah, hundred percent. Dare to dream, man. Dare to Dare dream. Dare to dream. Happy birthday, Bart. Millie. Uh, very excited today to be talking about uh, 2005 Hallmark Hall of Fame movie, Silver Bells. Very excited about this. If you haven't watched it, you can watch it right now on Friendly TV, commercial free. Just search Silver Bells. So why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you? my question. Um, very excited about it. Guys, explain um, uh, Bramble Jam Plus. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's so hard. I think we get more questions about, like, who, what, when, where, why, but Bramble Jam Plus. And I, I, how would you best describe If it? you had Bramble Jam Plus, you would have had the ability to watch Panda's face get shaved live on camera. And if that is not a reason to join, I don't know what is. I mean, he, I mean, come on. You'd pay money for that for sure. Absolutely. It's ad-free podcasting. If you find yourself missing Yo Gavel Gavel and Back to Bayside, you get those shows if you're on Bramble Jam Plus. You get no commercials or ads if you're on Bramble Jam Plus. You get all the fun of the best community on the internet at the Deck of the Hallmark Facebook group. So, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer to me. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. Crazy. I think we should all uh, get a membership to Bramble Jam Plus and then... Uh, mail it to Millie for her birthday. Yeah, I think she would. She really would love three memberships to Bramble Jam Plus. <laughs> no, all of us, everybody here right now. Trace, what? Rig, Listen, everybody? listening, everybody oh, wow. listening, and mail it in the mail. Yeah, I'm sure. You know a, her I, I'm sure there's a po po box somewhere. A po box somewhere, right? Got it. Yeah, sure. For fan be. mail, Millie Millie Bobby Brown Lane. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown Lane. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Um. We're talking about Silver Bells, boys. Mm-hmm. It originally aired on November 27th, 25, 2005. 25? 25! 2005. And it went a little something like this. Danny. Adopted. Uh, Danny's a kid who wants to take pictures. He loves photography, but he lives on his dad's Christmas tree farm in Nova Scotia. And his dad is like, you got to do hard work. Stop being silly with your pictures. 
Uh, they go to New York City to sell the trees every year, and Danny goes off to look at museums where they have pictures, and that really upsets his dad. Danny decides, I want to stay right here in New York City. I want to pursue my passions. And he gets into it with his dad. His dad's like, no, don't be dumb. And he's like, you're dumb. They fight. There's a scruffle. He accidentally elbows his dad in the face. There's blood. And he runs off and does not return. A whole year goes by. And his dad, Christy, uh, hasn't seen his son since last Christmas. Doesn't know if he's safe. Hasn't even heard from him aside from a postcard. And it's time to go back to New York City, and he's committed to finding his son. He goes back every single, he goes out every single evening, goes around town to try to find Danny. Turns out Danny's doing just fine. Danny's taking pictures for Catherine. Catherine runs this museum, and they've been doing this whole exhibit encouraging New Yorkers to look up and find objects in these pictures that are being posted inside the New York Times. And uh, there's these silver bells that they've taken a picture of, and it's kind of a contest. Find out where the silver bells are, call us, and you'll you'll win a you'll win a big big reward, a big 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 reward. I think I don't know actually the reward, but I think it's big. Big? Is it big? Big? It's a big reward. It's a big one. Christy starts hanging out with Catherine. Knows kind of Catherine through the years of him being in New York and selling Christmas trees. And uh, they start hanging out a bit, and she, she, she knows where Danny is. She knows Danny's safe, but doesn't say a thing about Danny. He ends up seeing Danny down the street in a hat, and he takes off. He's running. He's like, stop that boy! But a bike hits Christy as he's running across the street, and, uh, lose, and he loses da- Danny. Um, Catherine sees uh, this all happen and decides now's the time to tell Christy the truth. After a kiss, of course, they kiss, and then she tells him the truth. He's mad and leaves Catherine. Um, and Catherine goes and tells Danny, hey, listen, I need you to go. I need you, I need to bring you to your dad so you can stay here in the offices today, tonight, study for your GED, and then in the morning I'm going to take you to your dad. And he's like, okay, fine. She falls asleep on the couch, so he, he, he leaves, and um, he, he, he gets caught by this big shot business boy who's like, hey, there's this guy who's trying to live in this building. I got to call the cops on him. So they're running after him. At that same time, there's a, a, a Christie's cash box for the trees goes missing, and he thinks someone stole it, so he reports it missing. And um, But it turns out it was just a sister that took it. You know, whatever, no big deal. She was going to give all the money to Danny. So Danny's running away, trying to, trying to not get caught by the police. And he gets to this building that he sleeps in every once in a while, but the window's locked, so he can't get in there. So he scales the top to the top of this castle, and he ends up falling 40 feet down into ice. The cops go back there trying to find him. Can't find him. It's too dark. Is he still in the ice? Is he dead? He's dead, isn't he? I don't. I don't. What? Let's find out. He's in the hot. Uh, he's, he's, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> he's in the hospital. Um, Catherine brought him to the hospital. And his dad goes to talk to him. And he's like, listen. I give you my blessing to stay in New York. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to help you pass the GED. You've got to have this job taking pictures. It's going to be phenomenal. It's Christmas Eve. And Danny tells his dad 
uh, where the silver rails are hanging. And so he takes Catherine to show her where they are. They kiss as the snow falls down. And that, my friends, was Silver Bells. That's exactly right. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring on if I was invisible. Oh. oh. Yeah, Both Mary. of those songs on the best of. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, did you know, though? First track right out of the gate. Mm. Hot. Did you know? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Take the Hallmark. Yeah. yeah, yes, classic. We're back. Oh, hey, this is, where this is a big. This is a, a fairly seminal movie for you in your Hallmark watching yes, career. Yes, we Isn't will. It? We will get to that in the okay. hot take section. Please, for the love, do not take any thunder away from me, Dan. Thank you. I'm so. Well, I was trying to set you up, buddy. You know, I don't need you to set me up. This Man. is in volleyball. This is in volleyball. Is it volleyball? This is in volleyball. It's not volleyball, I mean, you man. You can't win for trying over here. I'm just, just doing I mean, my best. it was a pretty good time for you to introduce that. In I was going to do it in the hot take. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start the hot, Go hot ahead, take Brandon. for once? It's your show. Why don't you start it <laughs> off, buddy? I'm going to start with the hot take. I'm going to start it over right from Panda. Panda? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like this movie. How about that? I didn't, wow. but, I didn't think it was... Bold. It, it, I, it was... It's not very good. It was boring to me. I, the best part of this is the father-son... Uh, dynamic. I, I think that's the best part. There, it, there's a. This movie feels very long without a lot happening. Um, and to be honest with you, I didn't care about any of the other storylines other than the son and the dad. The love interest was not there for me. Um, I, I got. I mean, the Christmas feels are okay, but overall, like. I'm not gonna. I would not watch this movie again. I I probably it it has it demands enough of its viewer, which probably makes it a better movie. But you want the more I can do other things like it's, right it's exactly. Not I want that, and like so you like it, and I don't like so I don't yeah. like this. This movie is not. I get that some people will, and that's your your bit. But for me, I did not like it. It, it wasn't for me. I would not watch this movie again. Wow. Wouldn't even watch it on again in the background. Just would say it's not a background movie, man. Flip I'd it, flip, flip it. I'd flip to something else. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd, would I'd you flip switch it over to uh, cart uh, uh, boomerang. To boomerang. Yeah. Watch some classic cartoons. Yeah, maybe some classic Scooby. Nice. Uh, classic Scoob. This is a seminal movie for me in my Hallmark viewing experience. Uh, <laughs> this is the first uh, Hallmark Christmas movie that I remember ever watching, ever seeing, and it stuck with me. I thought it was a really great movie and i still do think it's a great movie i love this movie um none, none taken panda none taken um i love it i think it's really good I, I i appreciate it for a lot of reasons one i get classic i get christmas uh new york feels which is always going to work for me um but i also really i i really love the 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 tension in this movie as somebody who's just wanting to pursue their art and their dad is like, no, don't. like that's a, it's a really great storyline to Panda's point as a story. It's the best storyline of this movie. And I also appreciate, and this is, you know, something that the hall of fame movies do a lot, but they don't give you all of the answers in this love story. So he, or in the silver bell story. Well, <laughs> he, he clearly, uh, he clearly has, um, you know, has a past with Catherine that we're not privy to him being there every year. He mentions um, 
you know, uh, you had such a beautiful smile. I hope to see it one day again. And they're, they're both in similar walks of life. And so when he was coming here to sell Christmas trees in the past, his wife was there, but his wife and passed her away. Husband and her husband was yeah. there. And she hasn't bought a Christmas tree since then. So there's this whole thing that they don't really get into a ton. They just give you some pieces of, of information. And so that's why the, the relationship for me still ends up working. Like they give you just enough to where I'm like, yeah, I bought like, I, they, they're not going to give you from start to finish like in all these other movies, but it's still working for me. I still like it. Um, and so, yes, I love this movie. Part of it is that is you know that it was such a, uh, a seminal mo- moment for me in uh, this genre of movies that I love so much. So this um, is almost like the pre-genesis of Deck the Homer. If without wow. Silver Bells, there's no Deck the Homer. Man, when you put it like that. Yeah. How do you not like it? that? This movie's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what'd you think? Um... Look, I, I would I would lean the other way. I think because it's very different than the new movies. Obviously, you're going to say that it's worse because it's not as imminently background watchable. I would say it's better because there do feel, they do feel like there's real stakes. It doesn't insult sure. the viewer by giving you every little bit of information you need to know. Having said that, it's still bad for a number of reasons. The, the main crux of the movie is infuriating because there is an adult. There's a 16-year-old kid who's on the loose in New York City. And there's one adult who knows where he is and how to reach him. And she also knows how much his father really, really wants to make sure he's okay. And she continues to lie anyway. Um, and as a father, that's that was hard to watch. And not in a good way. Not in a good, challenging way. In a, this person is awful. And, and yeah, Tate Donovan's character, the dad, is awful for not listening to his kid or letting him pursue his interest and all that stuff. But it, it's hard to pull for anyone when the male and female lead in this movie are both battling it out for being terrible people. Yep. Um, and, and so that's unfortunate because the stakes are there. The stakes of having lost loved ones and your kids on the loose and you haven't seen them in a year. Great. Selling Christmas trees in New York City. Great. But the silver bells bit for the movie is a huge weight. What it, it, it is held together by a thread at best. Um, and then the two leads are really bad. And what Anne Hayes' character does in keeping the location of his son's secret from him is completely unconscionable. It's, it's borderline illegal in my opinion. And so did not have a good time, was mad at everyone for most of the time, but I do feel like we could like, could learn some things, new Hallmark for how to make stakes and how to make movies that have something to really pull for that part of it. I really like. So there you go. Better than the other movie this week. In fact, better than both of better than Christmas Cupid, better than playing Cupid, uh, way better than wind calls the heart, but not as good as Christmas and Conway, not as good as Christmas and Conway. I would agree with that statement. Weirdly enough. Yeah, I disagree with that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I did, wow. I, that's, but it could be, it's, just t- a, it's close. It could be a, I think they're both good movies. It's a, the Christmas feels for me. Yeah. Take this over South Carolina. They're in South yeah, Carolina. So, or at least I mean, they say they are obviously <laughs> the snow at the end of Christmas and Conway. And Andy Garcia though. is so authentic in his, <laughs> My boy's lost in the, in the Big Apple, and you're not going to come down over here and don't tell me where he is, where he been? So, but once, <laughs> once she discovers, or once she finds out how worried... Like, in my mind, the reason why it was okay she is... She thinks he's she, a bad father? Well, she sees this scuffle in the streets... Yeah. She doesn't know a ton about this guy. She also seemed a little bit 
not super thrilled with the smile comment that he made at like at her didn't feel like it was you know i took that as she was like offended by that statement and so that that's that happening and then you see this scuffle in the streets i always assumed that she thought that he abused his kid and so there was you know she's keeping him safe and helping him do what he loves and so in that case you know if but that's they, the case, they she, don't make that, they don't sell that but also, nearly enough in order to convince if, me. If she's really worried about that, she doesn't ever worry about like where he's sleeping at night nope. or anything. She's The only way that it works for me is, is if she's purely a pragmatist. She knows where he's sleeping at night. No, she doesn't. She does not. She specifically says she doesn't to Tate Donovan. To Tate Donovan. But yeah. she also no, no, says no. it to she the boys. She goes, where are you staying? You're going to stay here tonight? He's like, no, no, no I, I'm okay. Don't worry. I think she knows. No, she, no, doesn't she know. does not. She's, no she idea. knows that he's safe, though. She evi- Well, she knows he's safe because he says he's safe. She's never confirmed that. The only She's way that, that it works is that if she is purely pragmatic and saying, this guy's providing me with the pics that's making me getting good with my dad and getting good with this museum. And so I'm going to keep that relationship going instead of telling the father. I, I just, I, because if he's an abusive father, then wouldn't she report that? That's a typical museum curator for Classic you. Classic museum curator. You love museum curators. Don't get me started with them. Well, let's go to all the feels yeah, quickly right. uh, and talk about feels. Any feels in this movie before you paint it? Because I yeah, feel I, you I, didn't you you didn't like it. Didn't like so it. Do it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't like again. I'm not saying that there's not quality to this movie, but and there's there's one scene that I thought, hey, that's a really good line. I really liked it, um, and that is uh, at one point. Uh, the dad is in the hospital and it's the owner of the, it's the big business guy. Big business boy. Yeah. Big business boy. Uh, and he, he talks to the big business boy and he says, you know, I just, I don't know why I can give my son. I've tried to give him everything. And the, the big business uh, boy looks at him and he says, you know, the one thing that, that only you can give him is your blessing. And, as a dad, I resonate with that. That's really powerful. I think that's a really great sentiment. And I think, you know, that that's, that's really well done. That's a really good moment and an earned moment uh, in this movie. And so it works for me. I actually think, honestly, that's probably one of the better lines in a Hallmark movie that I've seen. Like it just, it carries a lot of weight to it and it's really powerful. I, I love it. That's great. Yeah, I agree. But uh, that's the, the best scene in the movie. Just fantastic. And I just, I, I felt like throughout that whole time of him looking for his son, he played the agony of not knowing where his son was and the, and just portraying how difficult like parenting is and trying to figure it out. And he's also like, all this is happening as he's also still mourning the loss of his wife. So all that's happening. And so he, I thought he portrayed it really well on that, that line sealed the deal. Yeah. We all are going to get sappy as fathers here. I, I feel like um, the, for me, the line is great. The scene in the hospital is great, but it's the pursuit of the father to the son that I think is the, the the most resonant part of this movie is the thing about having a kid is your love for your child is not dependent upon that child's love for you. That child can spit in your face and say that they hate you. You still love that kid to the end of the earth and show showing him having to do his job all day to keep a roof over his head. And then every night in New York city, going out, going to homeless people, showing them pictures, maybe not the most, you know, strategic way of going about finding your kid, neither here nor there. The fact that this father doesn't give up hope and continues to pursue his son is a, that I don't care how many times you show that in a TV show or a movie when it's done right. 
it works. And that does work in this movie 100%. His pursuit and never give up hope uh, for the love of his son that his kid's okay and his kid's alive is great. It's wonderful. As a father, I think it just hits you. And I've kicked you multiple times, and you I also, still you still love me. I still love you. And so you see me as yeah. one of your kids. That's right. And that means a lot. Yeah. You also call him daddy a lot. I which call him your daddy a lot. And then, uh, you know, I know Panda sees you as one of his grandkids. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I just want to thank you guys so much for how you've invested in me and rooted for me. And the lessons that you both have taught me yeah. have just been invaluable. So thank you guys. I'll help and you navigate the 50s and up. Uh, That's right. Second if, half of life. If you He's make helped it. Me. I'm, yeah. <laughs> You're what? Like f- just a few years out at this point? I'll say a quick break. We'll be right back here on Dr. Hallmark. We're back, everybody. It's classic Christmas Fridays here on Deck the Hallmark. We're talking about the Hall of Fame movie Silver Bells from 2005, as I like to say. 25. <laughs> the year 25. 80. Um, let's talk about the Wait What, shall we? It's yep. part of the show we talk about one of this movie made us go, Wait What? Panda? You know, honestly, with these, a lot of these classic movies, they don't have as many Wait What's, probably because there's a qualitative difference to them. They're they're better. And this is a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie, and so as a result, there's just less here, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the the biggest thing is the fact that, like you said, she didn't tell the dad uh, earlier. I mean, that's that's huge. To so me. angry about that, and it, it makes no sense. Um, the, the only other thing that really irritates me in this movie is uh, in the. Is it Margot is her name? Who's the main, the actor who's in Justified? Margot Martindale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In her home. Yeah. There's like a the, grandma. Yeah, sorts. grandma, the grandma's house. They have the worst decorated Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life. Like in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I it didn't is, even notice it. It is horrifying. Uh, there's two ornaments on the tree. That's it. Like there's two ornaments. There's like one strand. Of, it's all white except for like one strand of colored lights. It's, it's all small white lights. And then one strand a of large. Dear gracious. How uh, and place? like two ornaments. Like yeah. it Boy. is bonkers. Like, I don't know how that got past quality control in a movie that really does have a lot of freaking Christmas in yeah. it. Like it's insane. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's what I got. It's the yeah. only Christmas tree when you got, you know what? Sometimes you got to be the bigger man, Dan. Wow. Wow, man. Um, I have a couple, if you guys don't if mind, you guys could, um, if you were invisible, yeah. <laughs> one, one is that, and this is the first I've ever heard of anybody doing this. Christopher goes by Christy. Yeah, that's, that's I've something. never met or heard of that. It was a move, and I just, uh, it was a decision. It was a decision. Yeah. It was a decision. A decision. Um, I don't understand. I want to walk you guys through this scenario, and I want you to try to make heads or tails about how this happened. Okay? So he has not seen his son for a year. He sees his son wearing a giant hat. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, let me go get him. Starts running, and he gets caught up with this guy on the bicycle. His son runs around the corner, and he decides, you know, all right, the pursuit's over. We can argue about whether or not he should have gone after him still. I would have continued. Well, I would have been pretty winded. After, (laughs) yes, that's fair. That's fair. The whole. Remember that time we had to run to catch the flight? Oh, 
Man, I did. I busted my tail to get to that flight, and then they're like, "Hey, the other plane got late, so we're just gonna wait for everybody to get here." And I was like, "What?" Then Brand showed up next, yeah. and then I mosey in another ten minutes. Another later. ten minutes. Dude, later. I didn't I, think you were making it. Dude, I was I walking. Think you were I literally walked because I was like, "They'll wait." I'm not gonna listen. And I was the plane. Will they'll wait. wait. We will wait. Who did you think was gonna wait? I I I was banking on just you hoping. know planes don't wait. Yeah, planes I, don't wait. I'm well aware of that, but I was really banking you on were, it this time. you were you were you were you had come to terms in that moment with they're either gonna flight. wait or well, I, I figured okay if I get left at the airport I'll just catch the next plane we'll it'll be fine I have books I could just read man, the airplane I was exhausted and ready to get home there was no it's way such a decision yeah. That's a crazier decision than Christy. That is, that is bonkers. <laughs> so uh, maybe I won't make the flight. Maybe I'll go by Christy. Uh, um, so he gets tangled up with his bike, chooses to give up on the pursuit. Um, uh, a girl, a girl uh, what's her name? Um, uh, the girl. Anne Hayes. Yes. Um, Catherine. I kept getting Catherine and Christy mixed up. So Catherine sees all this happening, goes out. And she says... This and, and her, this is the decision I'm going to tell him now that I know. So takes her to to her apartment, which is close by. This guy had just seen his son for the first time in a year. Yeah, gets into the just the inside the door of this girl's house, and they kiss immediately. Yep. I I couldn't believe it. This guy hadn't seen his son in a year, but still, given the opportunity, I'm going to kiss this girl. Like it was after being in hot pursuit. In, yes. hot, like, yes. in hot pursuit, unbelievable. It, I I couldn't believe it. It's he, the dumbest kiss. I couldn't believe it. It was a very dumb kiss. Of all the mid movie kisses, of all the kisses in Hallmark, this has got to be. It's one of the worst. One of the worst. It was it's a, it's it, unreal. It, it's just real bad. So I got. I have one more. Um, but you know what? You know who I think tells it better. No, I think we'll tell this one better. Who do you think would tell? I think Panda's better? gonna tell this better. Wow! So I'm gonna go to my friend Panda. Panda, do you have any this more? This sharing is getting. Do you have obnoxious. any more? Wait, you know, what? There, there's this really great one, and as good as it is, uh, like, I'm just like, bring. I got it. All right, go ahead, Trace. Trace. Go ahead. So, <laughs> you guys know Christmas Eve? Yeah. So Catherine throws this Christmas Eve party, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't have a Christmas tree. <laughs> so no Christmas tree in sight, but she's throwing a party. What kind of so, monster does that? I don't, I don't know. know. So so the whole family gets a Christmas tree together, brings it to her, so she can have a Christmas tree at her Christmas party on Christmas Eve bonkers. <laughs> Trey should do all the way what? Yeah. Yeah, really should. God bless. It's a good one. Um, I've got a few. Come at me, haters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Trace? No, I got bless. <laughs> Happy birthday, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of mileage out of that Millie bit. Um, it's not a bit, Dan. It's her birthday. Yeah, it is her birthday. birthday. You're right. It's not, it's not a bit. You're right. Isn't right. I don't know what you want. What's in your mouth? You it's couldn't, Diet swallow, Coke. couldn't swallow that just real quick. Yeah. Hey, birthday. Hey, me about right here. I want to say quick thank you. Got, I got those Bramble Jam Plus subscriptions. <laughs> Big fan. God bless. Thought you got him. I just, I just want to know how many people this is funny to. <laughs> no, no, thousands of people, tens of thousands of people listen to this podcast. How many people think that the week long Millie Bobby Brown bit is funny? 
What are you guys doing? <laughs> I, I mean, we're even on the fence. Yeah. That's, uh, those are the best ones, though. Yeah. On the fencers. Classic on the fencers. If I was invisible. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, watch you just right in there. Just in the room. Just imagine, the, imagine, the imagine for a second a Clay Aiken, Millie Bobby Brown collaboration. On what? Oh, my god! An album. That is what we've been looking for. That's exact. If, if yeah. I, that makes it, it would make him not invisible. That's for darn sure. True. I don't know. Let's, We've, let's figure out the details on that before we go any further. No, let's make let's make this happen. Hashtag I need to, the logistics. Hashtag uh, Clay, Clay and Clay and Millie. M- Millie Aiken Brown. Millie Aiken. Millie Aiken Brown. Uh, Clay. Aiken. If Millie's invisible. If Millie's invisible, so that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, Guys, keep keep it up. So I don't have many, and the couple I had were, were taken uh, early on, which the kiss, I can't understand it. Why he stops chasing, can't understand it. Um, this movie is a poker game of who has the coolest hat all movie. <laughs> they do not mess around with the hats. <laughs> Everyone has one. Everyone's doing something different. Everyone's going hard with the hats. All different kinds, shapes, sizes. You may think you've seen all the hats. You haven't. There's at least 10 different hats worn in this movie. It's crazy. You got to check out the hats. Um, At one point when Danny is still with his dad and his uh, sister, he comes back from the museum and he's like, New York is an amazing place. It's so cool. There's so much stuff to do. And then he proceeds to go to the museum again the next day. And I'm just like, bro, New York is an amazing place. There's so much to do in New York. For you to say that and just spend all your time at the same museum two days in a row, I don't think you quite grasp exactly how great the museums are. Um, Speaking of New York City, it's the biggest city in the country for space, for sure. I don't know, LA may be bigger population, I don't know. But per capita or for space, it's definitely the biggest. This woman, whom Tate Donovan knows, Anne Heche, only because she used to buy trees from him and now she doesn't, comes over and says, hey, can I take your daughter ice skating? And he's just like, yep, go ahead. That sounds good to me. What? In a in New York City, you're just going to hand off your son? Your son is gone missing in New York City. He ended up going. Yeah, he ended up going. But initially, it was here. Take my daughter ice skating. Please bring her back safe. Not in any world does that happen. And lastly... Uh, the daughter says, uh, well, the dad says, have you picked out a Broadway show set show yet? And she says, I'll see anything as long as it has music in it. Still need to narrow that down a little bit more. There's a lot out there that you can choose from. Maybe give them a few hints uh, to go with here that it just not just singing involved, that maybe that would help us move along. That's all I got. In order to be on Broadway, do you have to have singing? No, 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 no. no. They're, they're place. Know. That's what I thought. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin redid that with uh, Jeff, uh, not Jeff Bridges. Foxworthy. No, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Boo Radley is going to come in my house again. You might be a redneck. You might be a racist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did it. I would, wa- I would uh, watch the that, heck out of that movie. Man, the Sorkin-Foxworthy combo you didn't see you didn't see coming. You didn't know you wanted it. Yeah, no, because you don't. <laughs> Oh, I do. Um, let's talk about those what the hallmarks, shall we? The questions that we still have yeah. that we would love some clarity on, Panda? Just one, and it's the silver bells thing, the whole the whole bit. Yes. I get that they're looking yes. for the silver bells. They finally find them at the very end. Some guys calling the post and a lot of excitement. Everyone seems to know about the silver bells, and no one apparently could find it. 
and I think there's a prize attached, right? There does what? seem to be a, now they, they know about it cause everyone reads the post and it was a whole yeah. thing. They got a whole, like, I think like a front page and no one could figure that out. No one could find this. <laughs> In New York, no one could and just think this picture is just like from a different era. It's so wonderful. And, and I just, it's bonkers. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make all. any sense. I, I don't understand it. I think that's my thing. And then I want to know what the prize is. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So I have questions about the fall. If I can get into the logistics of the fall. Yeah, please do. Um, so he, we see him climb up the building. Yeah. Yeah. And it is not 40 feet. No, that's four so stories. That's, yeah. Yes. So, but then, so is, is that castle in central Park on some sort of cliff that would then yeah. make the fall 40 feet into 40 a lake. feet Maybe into the lake behind the lake lowered. by yeah. 40 feet. That's a tough one. I just, we never get to see the back and I just want cause I've been in central park and I've, I don't think there's anywhere in central park where there's a 40 foot drop off. So into a lake. Yeah. That's a weird so, one. Cause he's was, maybe 20 feet up. Yeah. 20, 25, maybe he scaled that pretty easily. Yeah. He's not 40. There's he's no not way he's 40. 40. It's four stories. Yeah. He's not. It's no way. Yeah. So it's bold. I have two. One is the makers of this movie. What do they have against color photography? Uh, every, <laughs> every picture is in black and white. Cause apparently that's classier. I don't understand it. We can't have a few color, uh, photographs in the movie. Colored pictures. They're just not as good as black and white. Colored pictures, just a disgrace. Uh, and second of all, does he does Tate Donovan say at the end of the movie that he's moving to New York City? No, he, he says that they'll stay with his son in the room but then until at the he and the very end when he kisses he, right he, before kissing, he, kiss, he says he completes his GD. What's that? <laughs> no, GED. GED. I thought you said just GD. I'm like, GD calm what? down. Uh, he, he kisses says, hey, sh- he tells her, yes, I'm going to stay there until the GED unless and then another, they kiss and then they kiss and that's it. What? Yes. Yeah. Why would you give up your tree farm? Mm. I I th- I I think he could probably get someone to run it for him yeah. at that point. Right? I'm, I'm just curious. That's a, yeah. a classic. What the hallmark? But is he moving to New York or not? That's that's what I got. There's Maybe. so much money in tree farms right now. So much. Oh my no, god. No, it's insane. No, I know. It's the cost of trees. I I the, the amount of my paper it's because there's trees. a tree shortage. I didn't realize this. Tree shortage. Bonkers. Yeah. There's yeah because I had to I put a fence up in my. There's a tree shortage in Nova Scotia. Shortage, yeah. Say what? You think there's a tree shortage in Nova Scotia? Uh. I, I know that in, I don't know in the US. Well, I think the tree shortage started back in like uh, 12, 2012, 2013. It takes about five years for these trees to come to maturation. This there's is a, a whole theory. A genuine yeah. question. Whole theory or just the actual <laughs> facts about it? Well, I mean, there's like, why did the tree shortage happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are costs so high this oh, year? They're crazy. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get to the decorator of the week here in just a second. But I do have a legit, like a legit question about tree farming. Sure. And, it like do people who sell Christmas trees at at Christmas time make enough money f- for that to be the only thing that they farm? So yes, I and the only reason I know this is my uh, my cousin is in tree farming, like literally sells the trees, and he he has a little bit of an understanding of the inner workings. He doesn't okay. do the actual farming though, but he says they make a truckload of money now. the The idea here is when you start getting into those individual sales, like people on the side right. of the road 
they're starting to cut those guys out. They're starting to say, hey, I don't want to work with them. And they're starting to open up their tree farm to get the direct pricing. That way they can keep their prices a little bit higher than they normally would without selling them at wholesale. And yeah, it covers like years work. I mean, it the fact that now they're starting to have this tree shortage is starting to hurt them. And But yeah, there's people who literally just specialize in trees. How I, much work do they have to do throughout the year? Because uh, uh, farming a is Far- a fair amount. Yeah. Yeah. Farming, yeah. like animal farming is grueling work yeah. or yeah. crop farming. But I would it's imagine not trees- It's intensive. I don't trees know. Having are, the land, the space, and the manpower. Yeah. The, we all worked with someone whose family runs a Christmas tree farm. That's where I go. Yeah. Before before COVID, where I went to get my tree every year, and you could it was great because they'll chop the tree down for you. You go pick it out. It's like yeah. kind of a Hallmark movie. But yeah, it they're not no one at least them they have a massive farm. They're not you know millionaires, but they're doing just fine. Yeah, they do well. Um, but you have to work year round. I mean, that's kind of the whole bit. I'm sure you don't work much in January. Would be my guess, but um, who knows? Well, you're always because also because of just the way you have to plot out mm-hmm. each plot of land. Like it's always like there's always you're thinking five year or however right. long it takes yeah, yeah, years yeah. ahead and stuff like that. So yeah. I imagine there's always something to do on that's the Christmas wild. tree farm. It's a while. I'd like to watch a documentary about Christmas. Yeah, tree I farmers. would too. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Let's make it, guys. I love uh, Decker it. production. I love it. Um, speaking of Deckers, double Deckers, people who signed up for Brooklyn Plus, Payne always does a deep dive. Who do we have today? Darnell Ingle. Ooh, Darnell. Darnell. Ingle. Mm, yeah, Darnell, Darnell and I have been chatting back and forth for a little bit. He called me on the phone the other day and uh, he said, hey, hey, Panda, I have an idea for you. And I said, well, all right, pitch it to me. And what he pitched was arguably the greatest podcast idea I've ever heard. Wow. Ever heard. Uh, and so we decided to go ahead and do it. And we've got about 20 episodes in the can and it's impeccable. It's going to be picked up. 100%. What do you mean it's going to be picked up? Oh, like by, by going to lift it? Big sources are telling me it's going to be acquired. Like by Gimlet or someone like that? Yeah, by Giblet. Giblet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Giblet Productions. Big, you, they're big time. You, okay. You're Riblet, not. Riblet's big day? Uh, well, that's one of their yeah. big productions. It's so really good. Are you going to tell us what Yeah, the yeah, is? absolutely. It's called Trunk or Treat. Now, okay, here's I know the thing about, about Trunk Yes. Yeah, well, it's a little bit different, though. You see, Darnell, he told me this. He said, you know what? I have a weird obsession with something. I said, what are you obsessed with? He goes, trunks. And I said, what kind of trunks are you referring to? And just- <laughs> That's a good follow-up. All of the trunks. That's what's fascinating about it. So in this, we're going to talk about trunks. And if you could guess what trunk he's referring to, if you could guess early on, you get a treat. Like a hominin? It's very similar to that. Okay, let's play a clip and see if we can figure out what Trunk Darnell's talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Cue that clip, Trace. It's blue. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, elephant trunk? I'm going to go with a, a, Bu- a Buick <laughs> LeSabre. Nope. Swim trunks. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Give me another one. It's gray. Uh, okay, elephant. I'm I'm gonna go with a Buick Lesabre. Nope, wrong again. It's my rotten tree out back. It's gray. This uh, this is just you don't get a tree. Inf- infuriating. <laughs> and you're telling me this is gonna be a big one, a big deal. Uh oh, it's huge. Okay, uh, it's been acquired multiple times. Wow, <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. There's a lot there. Give me one more. It's, it's green. Okay. Uh, Buick LeSabre. You got it right. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to be back next week. Five more episodes. Uh, we're going to be back on um, Monday with The Spirit of Christmas, right. which is on Netflix right now, I believe. So you okay. can watch that. It's a lifetime classic. And then we'll be back a mix-up of Mediterranean and all sorts of other good stuff, which we're very excited about. Um, thank you guys for listening. It means so much. Happy birthday to Millie. And we'll be back. Happy uh, birthday, Millie. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Millie. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.